What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pints Podcast. I'm Gobi. With me tonight is Dr. Nagel Masami, Omega Construct, and Zero Burn 75. So sit back, enjoy the ride. It's going to be a short one. How y'all doing? Good. Thrilled to be alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, so last weekend was actually a good one for me. Um, even though I worked two out of the three days we were supposed to have off. Um, but on Saturday, I did manage to drive to Green Bay and pick up a new motorcycle. So I'm pretty stoked about that. PP big now. No, I finally got the... I owned one 10 years ago. and Heard it here, everybody. It's, it's PP. I missed it. <laughs> hey, it's average, man. I don't need a big PP to get the job done. I don't need to compensate. <clears throat> All right, so we got this half-hour podcast. Well, CD Projekt Red, Ubisoft European Company's value worth. Uh, apparently, CD Projekt Red is worth a whole bunch of money. That's cool. One company is using Red Dead Redemption 2 instead of Zoom. That sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Parent group is demanding Microsoft. Uh, Minecraft takes action against child predators in Minecraft. Nobody wants pedos on their Minecraft server. I completely sympathize with them. Go parents. CEO distances Twitch from first to Steph in clarification statement. Everything that we said last week was true. She also encouraged looting in Minnesota, which is great. For Dr. Nagel, classic yes. Anno games are being updated and re-released, which is fantastic. Anno 1404, everybody should play that. Bungie says Destiny 2 Season 11 and Year 4 events are coming very soon. Yeah, I'll believe that when it happens. Kate Blanchett confirms uh, Borderlands movie, which means my prediction last week can basically eat shit. Fortnite delays start of new season again. SEC filed a Take-Two massive title being dropped in 2024. Take-Two explicitly says that it's not GTA 6. 25 years later, Tax Manager creator shares a bunch of cool tips. Spoilers, they're not really cool tips, and you've probably been doing them all along anyway. Motherboards fan, uh, motherboard manufacturers have figured out how to sidestep Intel's overlocking lock. Overclocking lock. Overlocking clock. It's uh, it's the coolest article on here. That's the podcast, everybody. All right, Gobi, take us out. All right, yeah. I said 30 minutes, not 30 seconds, but that was a good recap. Oh, damn. <laughs> In case you want to do recap before, you know, you hear the whole thing, you, there's what you got to look forward to, folks. Here we go, Warframe. Uh, That's two minutes and 30 seconds. Best podcast we ever did. <laughs> did did uh, we just do that just to get to Warframe? The CG uh, Project Red, uh, I found interesting, because um, if you don't know, uh, we're not sponsored by them, but they also own GOG, which we all know is amazing. And we were actually just talking about before the podcast, they just released uh, Metro Exodus on GOG and a couple other really cool games, too. Um, but they're finally worth more money than Ubisoft in Europe. This is only in Europe. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty cool, considering Ubisoft has how many AAA games and CG Project Red has The Witcher games and Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, if my dog takes a shit and I sell it for $60, is it a AAA dog shit? <laughs> I don't know. See, well, that's the other thing. Like, they're, they're claiming they're bigger than Ubisoft, but are now are they just claiming, like, Ubisoft, like, that it, are only based in Europe? Because if that's the case, they only make, like, what, Watchdogs? Or something, because like the division is made out of the Montreal studio. Get, get, it, get it right. It's watch underscore dogs. Okay. Do you actually uh, sure. the underscore? I don't. Yeah. Sure. Why not? I we we all know. know. 
Alright, I'll do it. Fuck it, Fuck why it. not? We're doing it live! Um, uh, yeah, Activision Blizzard remains at the top of the stock market with 56.27 billion. Nintendo is close behind with 53.7 million. And, if, and uh, EA sits at 34.34 billion. While Take Two is currently at 16.3 billion. That's a big fucking jump. Yep. 64 point whatever billion is not that much. We have more listeners than that. No, I was talking about oh, the yeah. 34 billion to the 16 billion. Like, that's a massive fucking jump from, what is it, third to fourth? No. Hmm. I mean, it's a bigger jump uh, from second to third. Mm-hmm. 53 to 34. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, they're all worth way more money than they need to be, but we won't go into that. Well, but it's also worth noting that the top three are companies that deal in a massive stable of games. And, like, Take-Two also has uh, a big stable, but not on the level of Nintendo or EA. Um, so, like, it, it makes sense that the Giants are dominating the way that they are. Yeah, I, it should be that uh, CG product capital has risen to $8.13 billion in Europe, and Ubisoft is at $8.12 billion. So they barely took them, but still... See, the problem with an article like this is that it makes this ranking and we see what the top three are and how huge they are. And then it's like, oh, yeah, look at uh, Ubisoft and this. They're only $8 billion. But, like, what are the 20 names on the list after Ubisoft? Like, <laughs> where's the rest of the context? Because $8 billion in the video gaming space, that's pretty, that could be pretty fucking huge. You right. Know? So now- it, it's It's... There's just a little, like, all we can really take from this is the interesting factoid that ta- uh, that CD Projekt Red is uh, now worth more than Ubi. Uh, doesn't really say anything more than that about, like, what it means for either company, I think. No, it's, it's just something neat, you know, here's a small little Polish studio <clears throat> that basically really only has two games. I mean, or game series. Uh the Witcher has what three, or I guess three games and a board game, and then Cyberpunk hasn't even released yet. Technically, The Witcher has an RPG, and there's also an RPG coming out for uh, Cyberpunk, uh, um, whatever the yeah. numbers are. I forget. Twenty seventy-seven. Yeah, the The Witcher one is already out. I mean, but granted, you know, RPGs aren't exactly a money maker unless you're wizards. Um, but, you know, they still have slightly more in diversity in the Witcher product line. But, yeah, I mean, they still only have, like, the one thing. Yeah. But they are, I mean, they're pretty good games, so. Yeah. Because we uh, yeah. mentioned it earlier in this, uh, we take the reins on this segue here, where uh, Take-Two. <laughs> uh, so Take-Two uh, has filed some papers with the SEC that says that in uh, – 2024, they are going to have a huge increase in their marketing budget. 
And uh, a business analyst on Twitter basically kind of was like, hey, this means uh, GTA 6. And then uh, he pointed to the fact that before Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, the same thing was noticed by uh, in a SEC filing by Take Two, and people predict, uh, correctly predicted Red Dead Two. But uh, Take Two has come out and explicitly said uh, this is not hinting at GTA Six. I'm calling bullshit. They don't need a GTA Six. GTA Five is uh, making them plenty of money right now. Also, why did someone make a fan mod for The Witcher Three that gives? Uh, Geralt a dad bod. It basically because mods what I, Geralt. People have to do with their lives. It makes Geralt okay. look like he's a forty-year-old dad who's pretty much given up. <laughs> Somebody I mean, made a Resident Evil Three mod that replaces Nemesis with Shrek. That just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like, what, are they like? I think they're daring Henry Cavill to put on like fifty pounds, which he would probably do because he's that kind of actor. I was just uh, reading something about how he's might do uh, Superman again. No, nah, I thought he was done with that. I thought he was like explicitly done with DC. No, I think I, I saw that he agreed to come back for uh, for something. Oh, great. They, they just dump a, a dump truck full of money on his front lawn. I don't know. I, I just saw today. Justice League uh, uh, reshoots, I believe. Hmm. Oh, a new Justice League? I could deal with that. No, Last no, they're, they're, resho oh. they're reshooting it. Uh, it's the, going to be the Snyder Cut, is how they're bellied it. I'm sorry, I was uh. just imagining them trying to make <laughs> Justice League better and yeah yeah <laughs> yeah basically since uh, the one guy took over for for Snyder after his um his daughter I believe died um or it was something very close to him um basically he's coming back to the movie and recutting it his way and calling for reshoots and yeah Cavill agreed to come back for for his reshoots and everything so that's great his third round of reshoots essentially is he gonna have a mustache that they digitally removed this time <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember that that wasn't for uh justice oh, league that was for one of the stupid superman movies wasn't it was it superman sorry, versus batman you're going, yeah you're going to have to be more specific <laughs> I know there's three of them, but I I only remember uh, Superman versus Batman and Justice League. What was I don't remember the first one. What was that one? I uh, Dawn of Superman or some shit. The only thing I remember from those movies uh -oh. is that Lex Luthor was absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Jesse Eisenberg made the worst Lex Luthor. Ever. Oh, no. Fuck Jesse Eisenberg. I, I could care less about that individual. <laughs> I'm just saying that the character of Lex Luthor, his motivations were completely understandable, and I agree with him. Yeah. <laughs> there needs to be some sort of safeguard against this god who we have just placed the, the in, you know, the humanity's hands, or, yeah, placed humanity in his hands, whatever, how I'm bad at grammar. I'm also very tired. Okay, so what was this about uh, the SEC and 90-something new games, new game properties? What? 
I don't know. You, I think, which, which one you're going on? We're on. Yeah, I think we moved two. past that. It was just a glorious tangent that we went on. Yeah, right. uh, we we you zero can talk about first, that uh, the co uh, the Twitch shit and get that out of the way. Yep. Mm -hmm. Zero, <laughs> it's all you. Wait, huh, what? What? <laughs> so last podcast we were talking about ferocious Steph and how she yeah. was just awful and see uh, Twitch editor to their advisory council, and you said that she was giving Twitch a bad name. I think we all agreed with that. And then there was a little uh, back and forth about how much power the advisory council has. And the group landed on the fact that they don't have any power. And the CEO of Twitch has since come out and basically said, yeah, they don't have any power. They are not involved in decision-making. They're not in charge of moderating policy. They are an advisory council. We value their opinions and their opinions may not be ours or even each other's. So he drew a great big line between Twitch and Ferocious Steph, and she has continued being uh, very outspoken since that time, including uh, encouraging crime. Which is just fantastic. Not the protesting, just the looting. Looting is a crime. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that. You know, I knew that Twitch would eventually back off of that, but Twitch was eventually going to back off. It's okay. We'll let you say it. You can say it. I told you so. It's super easy. Go for it. No, he doesn't get to say that. <laughs> you, you, no, 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 no. I don't this get is... to say, no, no. I don't get to say I told you so. But Omega, Omega gets to gets say, to say, told, to you say so. told you so. He told me so. Because yeah. Omega did tell me so. So Yeah, you were kind of freaking out. Omega was the one who said that, yeah, they're an advisory council. They don't have any power. Also, I've been meaning to talk to you guys. We need to do an Eat Shit episode where where we just <laughs> go back and we listen to our former podcasts and we talk about everything that we predicted wrong. Ooh, do you have that's those actually a good idea. Oh, God, yeah. A while? I mean, I got, yeah, I got a handful of them. So speaking of going back, what are these classic Anno games? <laughs> say, say it one more time for me, please. <laughs> Those classic games, what are they? No, no, no the A word. The <laughs> <laughs> A word, Aardvark? <laughs> oh god, yeah, Anno. Anno, which is, yeah, Anno Domine, Year of Our Lord, is where that comes from. Anno has been a series that uh, has been put out by Ubisoft for for quite a while. And um, Anno 1404, I played the shit out of, uh, including the Gold Edition, where you got... It doesn't matter. Anno 1404 is uh, an absolutely <laughs> wonderful city-building, resource management micromanagement, you know, everything game. It's fucking fantastic. And I would still play it to this game, except for it was designed for x86 systems. And it is way too big a game for x86. Uh, it needs to be x64 because it needs way, way, way more than two gigs of RAM. And people have been trying to patch that and find works work around for it for a very long time, including myself. I was actually part of a group a while ago that was trying to figure out how to increase 
the amount of memory that the game could use, and it just wasn't possible. Uh, so now Ubisoft says that it's going back to redo several Anno games. Four of the classic games, specifically uh, 1602, 1503, 1701, and 1404 are all being touched up with the new History Edition, and they have been optimized for modern systems. The article does talk about uh, each game being updated to a 64-bit version to improve performance and stability. Quote, this news may not be blowing your socks off, but Anno 1404 in particular had a pretty irritating memory bug. So they addressed it specifically in this article. I am hopeful that I'll be able to play that game again without it crashing after a half an hour. Sweet. And that's really just because the game is fucking beautiful. It was way ahead of its time. Its graphic settings are gorgeous, and you can build an enormous empire. The problem is the game cannot support what you're able to do in the game in the first place, and Ubisoft has been ignoring it for a long time. But apparently they're re-releasing this stuff. So the new History Edition will come out. It will include all four games, and they'll all be remastered to work on x84-based systems. And yeah, if you've never played 1404, these other versions are fine. 1602, 1503, and 1701 are fine, but 1404 is the gem of the bunch. So if you like city builders and resource managements, yeah, it's great. It's a great game. I love losing Uh days at a time. Oh my god, yeah, I did. I lost I lost a lot of time playing 1404. A couple summers, actually. Uh, so speaking of that type of game, um, a new one just came out on GOG called Northgard. I think it came out somewhere else, too. Um, <clears throat> have you seen that, Nagel? I have. It was recommended to me. Uh, it is... It's like Warcraft with Vikings, uh, which is not a bad thing. It's, but it's billed as a city builder, and it isn't. It's more a, it, like Warcraft. It's a strategic, god view, um, you know. Strategy okay, game. so, gotcha. So it's not an actual city builder, which is what it looked like. That's kind of good to clarification it definitely you can definitely build bases and build cities but your primary focus is not going to be the city building it's not terribly detailed or complicated uh the main thing is going to be heroes going out looking for shit fighting fighting units that come after you looking for special MacGuffins and all the rest of that stuff it's not a bad game you see Oh, this next one must be Zeros 2. Bungie says Destiny 2 Season 11 and Year 4 reveals are coming very soon. No, that was actually me, but I was going to ask Zero uh, <laughs> if or like, what in the past has Bungie done for uh, those... Do they do like yearly things or like what kind of stuff happens in the seasons? Zero, you're queuing up, but we don't hear you. Oh, we lost him. He died. No. Rest in peace. No, you didn't lose me. Oh, fucking mic muted. Yes, I know you wished for that, Gobi, but you can kiss the fattest part of my lily white ass. Um, Delicious. So I would, but I'm good. I'm really good. <laughs> yeah, no, you won't miss. In fact, I'll mark an acre for you. Um, so... 
uh, so pretty much what it boils down to is they took the Fortnite idea um, and they've gone with the you have levels that you have to acquire. It's one through 100. Instead of getting XP that goes towards your um, character's level, it's XP that goes towards your season ranking. Um, you go and it just keeps going up and up and up until you get to 100. And then anything past 100 is just fucking gravy. And it's it's essentially a huge time sink and grind. Um, and they copy and paste shit. I mean, it's it is pretty much just they copy and paste every season. It is insane. Yeah, different rewards or whatever, just reskinned rewards. Um. Not even so much reskinned rewards. That's not the issue. The issue is is they copy and paste. Like in in this past season, they and I didn't even play, and I can tell you exactly what it's about because. It's the exact same thing that they did two seasons ago. They just made it Rasputin related and not, um, and not like related to the Vanguard. It's it, it makes zero sense. When they did um, Menagerie, they did that. It was good for a while, and then people got bored with it. So what did they do in see in the um, season before last they did um a a time hopping time walking event essentially that was just menagerie only you were going through different time time areas within the destiny time frame and you were fighting cabal instead of on the uh different enemies on the Leviathan. I mean, it, it's it was the, essentially the same thing reskinned in a different zone. Gotcha. That's part of the reason why I don't play their games anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Um, I think Division actually pushed the end of their season back a week or something. Um, it says Destiny Two season's coming very soon. Fortnite delays the start of a new season again. Go figure. Um, yeah, why did they delay this time? I've been lazy. I haven't read the article yet. Slacking. I thought we were supposed birthday. to read the articles before the podcast. We are, but my daughter's birthday, and I've been slacking, so I'm reading now. So speak, Misami, since you want to be a smartass. Who taught Gobi how to read? <laughs> Hello. Sorry, we enjoy giving uh, Gobi shit. Uh, they I haven't specified. Yeah. But it been could be an unexpected development due setbacks due to COVID nineteen pandemic. Okay, just come out and say it's because of Corona. They Sorry, say that y'all in, get it in the last paragraph. Unsurprisingly, yep. the COVID-19 pandemic means that the big reveal won't take place at a convention or during the elaborate studio show, but will instead take place online. Details weren't revealed, but Bungie said his updates will be shared via its Twitter account. So yeah, I hope everybody subscribed to the Bungie Twitter account. I know I'm not. 
So, so um, in non-gaming related news, I uh, found out that my cousin and his wife are, pre- are are having a baby. They're about 12 weeks along, and I have suggested the names Quarantina and Rona. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. I was immediately shot down. Well, there's, there's no accounting for taste, Zero. You're just, your humor is above them. How high were you flying if you were shot down? I mean, did you fall very hard? Kick her and, the fuck out. Will give you the kick her out. Kick her out. <laughs> now, it, it may be her birthday, but kick her out. Wait, no, it can't. Zero what? It up. No, it's yeah. Masami's birthday. My Happy birthday. birthday, Masami. I hope you're enjoying your snickerdoodles. Thank you. I, oh, really? Uh, quite delicious. Yeah, it's legitimately my birthday. <laughs> That, that, that's actually uh, funny. Uh, happy birthday. Um, it's also my daughter's birthday today. and uh, She was born on a great day, though. It's a great day. I know. I know. She, yes. yes. Uh, this awesome. is the first time I've ever had her the entire time on her birthday, and it's probably the nice. last time before she turns 18 that I'll have her for the whole day on her birthday. Thanks, is Corona. The, is the plural of Taurus Tori? Technically, yes. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah actually, your, your, daughter, no, your daughter and Masami are Tori. No, no, we're Gemini. We're right just past the uh, uh, start of Gemini. I don't know anything about astrology. Okay, so Clearly. that that actually explains a lot, Masami. I'm not even... Oh, gonna... yeah. Oh, Kozen's a Gemini, too. He was just born in the later half of a... Uh, and so, before we get lost in the stars, Kosen is your twin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just four heads around at all times because we've got all two minds about everything. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, I, I was trying to think. <laughs> incest is only legal in right. southern before states. This, before <laughs> this goes way too far into the gutter, so, polygamy, oh polygamy is legal in South Dakota. <laughs> is it? Amazing. <laughs> Right, if it isn't, it should be. <laughs> I mean, they're close to Utah, right? I mean, they're they're, they're almost touching. There's only a couple <laughs> states between them. You know, pretty soon people are going to start asking what, what if we they, have an OnlyFans account. What are, what are uh, they? T- wait, what are, what are they? You know what? That's where we can start putting this. We can monetize <laughs> our. We can monetize the streams and put them on OnlyFans. Yes! Great idea, Masami. I have an account there. I can upload if you like. Aww. <laughs> what do you do? Have pictures of uh, Dad Thor there? No, nothing you so really far. You really want the answer to that question. Nothing so far. I'm still looking. I'm open for ideas if anybody wants to uh, uh, comment in the whatever below. Yeah, I'm looking for ideas of stuff to put on my OnlyFans account. Well, oh, that could I mean, get, yeah. There, there are many, many suggestions I could make, but none I should do on air. So, yeah, no, we got a but between Gobi, <laughs> you bringing up Utah and uh, and the old fans account, we got a lot to talk about in the post show. <laughs> the post show, which you never hear, but you can only imagine. I can only assume that Omega is playing Warframe and Necrosing, just tapping that melee button. <laughs> I, 
sounds like somebody's jerking off over there in the corner. That's well, not how you do it. <laughs> I was about to say. I'm a girl, and <laughs> even I know that. <laughs> Sarcasm, guys. All lost on you, all of the time. Ah, <laughs> uh, so... But so was people it have finally really figured... sarcasm, Gobi? Was it really sarcasm? I didn't hear the sarcastic tone. I'm sorry, I couldn't put it in italics for you. <laughs> he was ma- if you if you listened very closely, you could hear the air quotes. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I'd, yeah. I'm pretty sure I speak in sarcasm pretty much at any t- point in time, but you know. Oh, fluently. <laughs> You're you're you speak not only fluent sarcasm, but you speak quite well in dad joke as well. <laughs> speaking what of can dad I say? jokes, I'm I'm multilingual. Yeah, speaking of dad jokes, Kate Blanchett has actually been confirmed to be in the Borderlands movie. I uh, said that it was a rumor and unlikely, but it turns out that it is very likely. Eli Roth's Borderlands movie will feature Kate Blanchett as I don't know who this character is. And so yeah, looking like uh, so she's gonna play Lilith, who anybody who's played the uh, original Borderlands oh, yeah, yeah. is. Um, so the your character in the game is you help Lilith do stuff on the planet and whatever. That's that's the whole game. She like is this she's called a siren which means she has like mm-hmm. magical powers psychic powers i guess and uh yeah. she contacts you and you help her prevent bad people from doing bad things uh no spoilers and it's looking mm-hmm. like i mean kate blanchett is the star like she's probably going to be the star so it's not going to be about uh some sort of stand-in for the character that the gamers have played uh i'm to me it's looking like they're going to be telling the story of lilith's uh, of her past of you know leading up to hmm. borderlands and so it's looking like she's going to be the the starring role to me at least i mean i've seen fan discussions obviously nothing about the plot has been officially you know released but that's my theory at least right now That'd be that'd be still a cool flick. Like I haven't played it, but I've watched it played from a few different f- folks. So that that'd still be a pretty cool movie, I think. Yeah. Why why in this article did they introduce Kate Blanchett as all right, Hella in Thor Ragnarok? I understand that. That was a popular movie, but also Mrs. Zimmerman in the house with a clock in its walls. Which also starred Jack why Black. Why not for Lord of the Rings? Yeah, she's been in some very note she played Bob Dylan for fuck's sake. She's played a man Wait. before. She was in the house with a clock on the walls. Yeah, she was the she was the crazy lady who had sworn off magic that lived with Jack Black, and he was the reckless one, and she was the responsible one until the end. When it, you know, spoiler, <laughs> she proved to be a badass. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah. Lord of the Rings. She's been in fucking Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies. Maybe just stick to Lord of the Rings, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, yeah. we don't want to endorse bad movies. Mm. The movies which Peter Jackson only made because of peer pressure. Movies uh. which should never have been a trilogy. <laughs> no, TM. Who's the, who's the director that was supposed to make the the Hobbit movies in the first place? And the, I don't know. 
You mean it should have been a movie? I've, I yeah, want to say that it was movie. Guillermo del Toro who was supposed to do the Hobbit movie. It was supposed to be one movie, and then... Uh, yeah. Um, fuck, New Line Cinema went to him and was like, actually, can we, can we drag this out into two movies? And he was like, um, maybe. And they were like, actually, we want to make it a trilogy just like The Lord of the Rings. And he was like, fuck this, I'm out. And they brought Peter Jackson back. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to make one correction to what I said a moment ago, though. Um... So in Borderlands 1, Lilith was one of the playable character options. Yeah. In Borderlands 2, she was the NPC that sort of yeah. led the story. So, uh, yeah, correction on my mistake there. Um, so, yeah, very well could be a movie about the Borderland ones, uh, Borderlands 1 storyline. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of digging all these uh, movies and TV shows and stuff that are being made out of video game IPs. As long as they aren't as terrible as so as I heard Sonic was, no, have not actually seen that movie. You know, there are bound to be some duds, but uh... I actually uh, heard from a couple of my friends who went to the Sonic movie before movie theaters got shut down, and they they said it actually was not awful since they did all of the the retouching animation stuff and whatnot. Yeah, that's also what I heard, is that it, it started off uh, very poorly because uh, of how they had designed the, the 3D, or the, sorry, yeah. the model for Sonic, yeah. and then Sonic. they altered it, and it turned out better. I guess it would pretty much have to, yeah. but... The fan backlash when they released that first trailer was unreal. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was. I almost have to think that they did that shit on purpose. No, they definitely did not. Because take, look, take a look at the Twitter responses. They definitely did not. That was a serious miscalculation on their part. I'm oh, guessing yeah. that yeah. some higher-up exec somewhere thought it looked great, quote, TM, and then, you know, they released it, and that exec had to eat his words, or her words, or its words, or whatever. Okay, so... Pretty much the way I'm looking at this from this point is the person who made that suggestion was probably also the person who thought Super Mario Bros. was a good idea. True. I will admit, though, as a 12-year-old, I actually enjoyed that movie. But, you know, I didn't really know any better because I was 12. I was going to say, don't go back and watch it now and ruin it for yourself. No, I'm, I'm like, okay, like... That's like one of the first like PG thirteen movies I got taken to, and it was by my grandma. So that's it's kind of a. That's also why I don't think too poorly of that movie because my grandma actually took twelve year old me to a PG thirteen movie. <laughs> I think it was nice. PG thirteen anyway. Uh, I don't without don't without care a doubt. To... Without a doubt, the greatest movie ever made out of a video game IP would be uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh god, my eye just twitched. <laughs> Is this actually bring up Tomb Raiders? Uh, which, wait, clarification point, please? <laughs> Which which Tomb Raiders? I don't know. Was there more than just the Ange Ange Angelina Jolie take? Yes, there was. <laughs> yes. See, that's how much yeah. I don't know about it. Uh, so, have you watched the Bourne movies? 
Oh, like the first one. That's it. Oh, that's okay. fine. That's that's probably the best. One. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's irrelevant because uh, she's only in the last one. Um, but they took like the his handler from the the oh, last yeah. born movie. Um, and she's the new uh, Tomb Raider. Mm. It's not that she. Gobi is trying to say that Alicia Vikander is the uh, is the Tomb Raider in the 2018. I think it was 2018 or 2017. It was probably 2018. Something like that. Yeah, they tried to do the whole reboot thing, and I don't know it. It's not a horrible movie, but it's not like one I go back and watch. I'd rather go back and watch the Gobi. Angelina Jolie Gobi. ones. Gobi, it was a terrible what? movie. It was a pretty bad movie. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing: the 2018 version of Tomb Raider was actually was somehow worse than the uh, Angelina Jolie versions of the Tomb Raiders because uh, Alicia uh, Vikander, I think that's her name. I don't know her first name. Her last name is definitely Vikander. Um, is somewhat cold and distant just as an actor. And probably the best thing that she ever did was play a robot in a movie called Ex Machina, which was actually really great. And she was outstanding in that role. Uh, outside of that, mm, not great. You know that you now that you say that that that's that kind of hits the nail on the head. Like that's what was wrong with the whole movie. She just wasn't personable. So the the other thing that I would say about the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raiders versus the Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers had John Leguizamo, Tomb Raider had uh, Angelina Jolie. I'm probably gonna watch Tomb Raider, even though those movies are fucking over the top bad. They are still, they're not really fun. They're kind of fun. Yeah, they're, yeah so, they're definitely fun and stupid all at the same time. <laughs> they're they're fun and stupid, and they were made <laughs> right about the time that the Matrix came out, like a year a year after the Matrix came out. So we were still riding that glorious end of the '90s action movie, everything on wires and outstanding, you know, uh, uh, technical fight scenes and all the rest of that crap. So oh, it, it's, and good. It's, it's it's just funny. <laughs> Yeah, the, of course, uh, Daniel Craig's in the first one, and, uh... Oh my god, you're right! Butler? You're right, Daniel yeah. Craig! Fucking James Bond was, uh, the... Uh, the Other Tomb Raider. Yeah, the competing Tomb Raider in, uh, in the first Tomb Raider movie. I've completely uh, spaced on that. Yeah, there's a whole, like, the... the um... The shower scene in Venice, and then at the end, he's like her love interest, or they've had previous interactions. Um, <laughs> Daniel and Craig has never... One... I don't think Daniel Craig's ever been full nude on the screen, but yeah, in Tomb Raider, he's definitely walking around a room with Angelina Jolie just wearing a sock. No one's going to complain about that. No, nor should they. No. Uh, yeah, and then the second one, it's I say I think I'm saying his name right, Gerard Butler. Is that that yep. Gerard? Is that right? Hard, it's a hard G, Gerard. Gerard. Uh, 
Yeah, it, he's the second one though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, uh, King Leonidas from 300. Yeah, Gerard Butler. Yeah. He actually goes Which... by Gary and not Jerry. Fun fact. Yeah. I remember hearing that on like Tonight Show or one of those, uh, he did an interview on one of those night shows. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. Everything I know about how to pronounce his name and what he likes to be called is based off the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. It's a great, great journalistic source. Oh, yes. He was a fan- he's a fantastic interviewer. I, mean, I, I like I, actually listening to him. I love his fucking accent. My god, I, I can listen to that face. I admire the way that he completely disassembled and broke down the uh, the late night talk show format. Like, um, uh, of course, it's very late. Like Jackson Pollock broke down painting. <laughs> yep. Pretend we know that who that is. Oh my god, you don't know who Jackson Pollock is? He's the most famous alcoholic of the early 20th century. <laughs> yes, because when I when I when oh. I uh, learn about history, like I go for famous drunk people. The man I literally mean, put. He, civil? No, I mean, yeah, Jackson Pollock put the period on painting. He based he finished the art, and everyone's just been trying to figure out what the fuck to do since him. I will have to Google this. Uh, have fun with that by the way if you want to watch a great series on the history channel the the series grant that they just did was absolutely fucking was was it based on ulysses grant or what grant are we talking about here ulysses grant yeah it was the the, his battle strategies and shit like that thomas grant The guy who's in charge of the Toyota dealership down the street. <laughs> Brilliant man. <laughs> Excellent military strategist. I mean, Zero, you just kind of left it wide open. You should have expected something like that. You should see that motherfucker play paintball. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he paints too. Maybe he took. Maybe he just watches Bob Ross at night. Oh, Alright, you know what? I said Jackson Pollock put a period on painting, but Bob Ross is a fucking national treasure. He That's is. true. I, I I grew up watching him on PBS. He's like the only reason I know anything about painting, and that's not a lot. <laughs> that man is real. Did you know? Okay, once he had a viewer write in and tell him that the viewer really wanted to paint but he was colorblind and so he couldn't really follow all that that well with what bob was doing and the next show that bob did he did a grayscale painting so this dude could paint along with him that's what kind of an awesome individual bob ross is was he's probably dead i don't know yes i love that i love that 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 uh thing i use it as a as a gif or jif or however the fuck you want to pronounce it all the time it's a gif Uh, but whatever it's a thing um (laughs) but like the only bob rocks fact that i know of is that he did like what two or three different copies like he'd do the painting once before the 
the show and then he'd do another one on the show while referencing the other one in the off screen. And I believe, didn't he like either like give them away or auction them off for charity or something? I can't remember exactly what he did with them, but he did something great with them and it was a treasure of a human being for it. I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Bob Ross is a god. <laughs> All right, Zero, we need to, you need to take that. pictures of your shrine to Bob Ross and, and put him, <laughs> put him in the saloon. I will like, comment, and subscribe. The the only the only the only thing I'm missing from that is uh, a a lock of his hair, and sadly, he... you know what you should do: start start each of your new streams, start and end your streams with a, a small dedication to Bob, to thanking Bob Ross. Maybe we should like start up a fund so that we can get you like a fro wig and you can just wear it in honor of Bob Ross at all times. Okay. So so fun story fun story about streaming. Um based off of the recommendation of my doctor, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Oh man, but you can still wear the fro just around the house for uh, fun. You damn right, and I would wear it. Uh, you, were getting, you were getting chest pains from 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 streaming because I could not separate um, the amount of work that it was taking me to do the stream from my uh, actual stress. Yeah, that makes sense. Stress pains. Yeah. We it's were doing good. a podcast, right? Yeah, we are. We should be. Um, actually, why don't we wrap this shit up? Wait, no, we're, we're only oh, we're we're only at like the forty minute mark. We need to keep going. Oh, shut up, Zara. <laughs> we finished all the topics in a half an hour without even trying. Mas- <laughs> I didn't say a Mas- word. Masami needs for us to go at least an hour. Okay. The only thing we didn't cover is the intel, which I tried, but. You guys completely missed it. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. We were too busy. You remember that like a Mack truck. Uh, anyway, uh, who are the board manufacturers? AS Rock is one of them. And I think said uh, Asus and Asus. AS Rock. Asus and AS Rock. Uh, yes, Asus is taking a page from AS Rock with a new feature that alters the CPU's power level one or the PL one setting. Basically, these two manufacturers have figured out in their uh, 400 series boards uh, how to trick an Intel processor into thinking that it should be running at a higher clock speed by increasing the wattage uh, and altering the CPU's PL1 setting, which basically means that if you want to overclock an Intel processor anymore, you don't need a K series processor. That used to be the thing. A K means, Mm -hmm. fine, you can overclock it. Otherwise, they were locked. Yeah. Now you can just buy any Intel processor that you want, and if you use one of these boards, and presumably future boards, you can overclock whatever the hell you want. So you're no longer paying extra money for a processor that was specifically designated to be overclocked. What's Intel said about that? I would think they would uh, be not thrilled with, you know, having their marketing strategy just shot up from underneath them. Yeah, does anybody else remember that episode of Futurama where uh, Hubert Farnsworth's uh, clone son gets in trouble for overclocking Bender? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's basically what's happening here. (laughs) Yeah. 
It yeah, should, I don't think I, Intel uh, can be pleased about that because I mean, at that point, yeah. that or they're just gonna have to like deprecate out the K line and just go, "Hey, it's actually a feature. You can do this with all of our things," and then just up their price overall. Well, it makes me wonder if it is as reliable or safe for your hardware as yeah. the typical way of doing it, because this is like manipulating the a specific power level. My reading of it is like manipulating yeah. the PL, like power level one, which is a specific thing. So it's not the typical way yeah. of overclocking. So I just wonder, is it the type of thing that, you know, you could be less stable? Um, you yeah. know. So cause like your processor harm if you were to do it that way. Right, I mean, I'll they see. could always go with that. <laughs> I mean, if, it were, if that were a chance, I doubt they would have ever released the technology. Yeah. Um, I don't but, know whether or, specifically whether or not there is any difference in the architecture of a standard series Intel processor and a K-series Intel processor of the same model. I don't, either, other than that one is locked for its power frequency and the other one is, is not, and you can overclock the other one. If there's a difference in the architecture, then yeah, that could be a problem, but I don't know that for a fact. So the only thing that I can say for sure is that um, the K-series have a warranty on them. So if you fuck around with overclocking mm -hmm. and something doesn't work, there is a possibility that you might actually be able to get a replacement. That's at least how mine was. Mm -hmm. The warranty on that has run out years ago. Um, no such warranty on a processor that's not supposed to be overclocked. So if you burn it out, you lost it. That is yeah. a good point. Which, um, I mean, technically could make them more money if you're buying replacements and you don't care, but it could also make people angry that, you know, they just burned up their processor and they had no real forewarning port. I mean, if you're if you're building your own PC and you're installing your own processor, hopefully you're a responsible enough adult that you know what you're doing with overclocking. But yeah, that is that's definitely a possibility. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> stupid comes in all shapes and sizes. Oh, it does. It walks and talks and breathes. Well, the good news is you can silence it with duct tape. <laughs> this is true. Uh, silence is golden. Duct tape is silver. Zero. The interesting thing about all this install stuff is um, <clears throat> AMD, any AMD Ray um, Zen processor, you can overclock. Like, there's no special ones. Like, back in the day, the FX ones had the FX Black, which were for overclocking. But with Zen, you can overclock any of them. But maybe Intel will just finally adapt the same strategy mm -hmm. and get rid of the K-series, but not jack up the price. <laughs> we get hope. Alright? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> I do. I hope that's yeah. the case, too. And I hope that uh, <laughs> Intel continues to feel the pressure from AMD. Yeah, well, I just had to check, because I, I, don't, have, I don't have a Zen myself. <clears throat> I have an FX Black, so I can overclock my uh, 5950, which is ancient at this point. Um... But, yeah, apparently the new um, Zen they have, like, AMD has a utility for it, so you, it works right there. Yeah, all right, furious typing. Uh, that made me, Gobi, you made me think of, um, there's a build. I saw pictures of it the other day. Somebody actually, to solve an overheating issue, they had no fans or moving parts inside of their case. They completely sealed it off, and they filled it with, I believe, isopropyl alcohol 
or some inert alcohol and they cooled the liquid with a compressor basically making it into kind of a, a refrigerator but just a completely liquid filled refrigerator oh. it was a cool idea oh that's a badass idea i mean for <laughs> for an old school uh fx processor like mine that generates like massive amounts of heat that would be yeah amazing. yeah because all uh, you have to do is slap a heat sink on the processor and then just let the heat dissipate <laughs> into the liquid <laughs> yep and yeah that would be, yeah. And it would work for your GPU as well. It would also weigh about 160 pounds. Sorry, and I got a nice, like, solid oak desk from the college for free. <laughs> you, got a, you got a compressor, you got full liquid, you got your metal case, and you got all your components, yeah. And I'm pretty sure you'd have to figure out a way to separate your hard drives, because I don't think those like being suspended in liquid. I don't know about SSDs, though. So pretty much what you're saying is, is you have to have a, uh, you know, an ignition coil to start this damn. Oh yeah, Next it's definitely. Thing you know, it's going to require a, a Mister Fusion. You should definitely put it on its own outlet, or else it's going to blow some fuses in your house. Just set it up in my garage. <laughs> Just plug it into no, a no, no, no. watt blower. <laughs> Just make it your garage. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I already got a giant air compressor for, you know, like, taking tires off and whatnot. Uh, just run a separate line. Just, just dedicate it for the PC. So, PC right under the garage. So we take our computers that can basically, we can almost make them the size of a shoebox, and we bloat them up to the size of a car. Uh, in our garage because we have like these cool like cooling experiments going on. Yeah, Arthur C. Clarke would be throwing up in his grave. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just saying I already have the stuff out there. I mean, I could just move the tower out there and yeah, problem solved. Plus anyway. it, peace and quiet. I get away from my kids. I have internet. <laughs> Since when are compressors win, win, <laughs> when you have it built into its own cabinet with sound detonating no you actually have the compressor outside you run it in like a like an ac unit that goes as the the cooling part go through the wall and the compressor's actually outside or on the roof of your house that's great yeah this is my pc i can't really move it but uh gosh it gets cold hey i can do anything as fast as i want though <laughs> you ever seen a processor overclocked to 6.9 gigahertz? Uh, actually, uh... 9 gigawatts? 1.21 gigawatts! No, I think Intel's already broken that. <laughs> yeah, they probably have. Uh, um... Look, at this point we're just waiting for quantum processing to become commercialized, or commercially available. Um, apparently 7.1 gigahertz on all cores from an i9-99K. 6.9 is a way better number than 7.1. <laughs> yes, because 69 is the number of buttons that is optimally viable. <laughs> this is true. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or the optimal bu button to push. 
All right, we already talked about Warframe, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no. Yeah, Wait, we did. Did we? I can't. No, I don't think we did. Oh, we didn't. <laughs> hey, Warframe is still a game, everybody. Yep, it is. Yeah. It's Deadline Protocol coming June sometime. Maybe. You're welcome. Uh, Titania and who's the other one? Nova. Titania and Nova are now out of the Prime Vault. Uh, so that would up be Trinity and. Trinity, Trinity and Nova. Titania is the newest uh, Prime uh, out there. Thank you. I have uh, dyslexia. It's okay. Yep. There's a lot of tea in there, and I can understand why you'd be tongue-tied, twisted around all those teas. It's your birthday, and so I'm it's note... all automatically approved. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining. Thank y'all for listening. Happy birthday, my Sammy. Happy birthday, Sammy. Penis. Goodbye. <laughs>